0: Welcome to Gin and Topic! Oh, we started? (laughs) I I haven't even taken my seat! I'm just starting! Alright, let's do it. Hi, everyone. Here's a drink. Tonight, we're drinking a Dutch drink. What's it called? It's called Balls. Yeah. Balls. Geneva. Oh. It's spelled Geneva. It give the balls a little bit of a sniff. I said something else. It's pronounced the Yenover, Geneva. Oh. It, it does not smell good. It's it that, smells um. Is that window cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a premium brand. It's it's been around for hundreds of years. It wasn't exactly expensive though. Fifteen seventy five. I've been reading up on the history of gin. It's actually a Dutch drink originally. So this is. This is. As the original time as you gets. Might he- oh, okay. What? The last time you're here for us? Have you guys tasted it yet? Yeah, just have a little sip. Ooh, I like it. Definitely tastes way better than it smells. Yeah, 100%. It tastes very different to other gins also. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. It's really yeah. sweet. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Insightful by us all. Sweet gin. Sweet balls. I like it. Sweet balls. So boys, I've been reading this book this week. It's called Gin and Global History, I haven't finished yet, I'll give you more information later. But <laughs> okay. As I said- You can just give it to us now. I'll well, give you part of the information. As I said, Gin is originally a Dutch drink, while well, the progenitor of Gin, which is called Geneva, which is what the Dutch people called Geneva. No. Yes. <laughs> <That's laughs> Berries. That's not in Holland. Juniper Berries. There's nothing to do with Geneva, the city, that's and it's good. a Belgian-Dutch invention. Let's say it's Belgian. Belgian Belgium is it's, a made-up country. It's with the Dutch, Josh. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but how come it's known as a London drink, Kevin? I'm glad you asked. Dutch uh is actually quite different to the gin as we know it. So maybe that's why it tastes quite different. It actually had more similarities with what we are more familiar with as whiskey. Whiskey. Horsky. Whiskey. Whiskey. Um, and anyway... So, it became a London drink because a lot of the Dutch and Belgian uh, Protestant refugees fled the mainland to go to England when the Catholics were uh, killing everyone. Well, they were just sick of the Dutch. The Dutch were sick of themselves? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty bad. They're they're pretty insular people from what I can pick up from the Dutch Reformed Church. No, but they discovered Australia. Okay. The Dutch did, and they left. <laughs> like, is anyway, the history of June is really interesting, and um, that's where it started many hundreds of years ago. And juniper was incorporated because they believed it had medicinal qualities. Do you reckon you call so your daughter June juniper? is good for you in so many ways. Uh, I always call my daughter juniper. June for short. June. June bug. June bug. Cute. June buggy. Can't wait to have a little June bug. Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, this is the Bowls Geneva. Founded in 15... Just to clarify, if you want to look this up, it's spelt B-O-L-S. Bones. Not B-A-L-L-S. I don't know how the Dutch would pronounce it. Bones? Bones. 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 I'm drinking the boge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice bottle. I like the design. What do you it reckon? It's nice. You're a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> By trade. <clears throat> By choice as well. By choice? <laughs> choice trade. It's slender. It's elegant. It's what you look for in a woman. It's... <laughs> It's cold and hard. Also, what I look for in a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Dutch. Nah. All right, so it actually tastes all right. Smells like shit. It doesn't smell that bad. It It smells smells pretty bad, man. If we were to rate the smell, I'd give it a half of a juniper berry out of five. And taste, I'd give it a three. It's really, it's got a lot going on. It's quite, yeah. Like I said, it's sweet, but it's got a little bit of that little aftertaste. Try and isolate some of the flavours on your palate. Uh, copper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's my favourite. You've really sold it. Now I'm just bringing the back. Lemon? Of the bottle. Yeah, a bit of citrus. Myrtle? Is there some myrtle there? I'm tasting oh. some myrtle. <laughs> you just know that that word comes after lemon sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> lemon, myrtle. <laughs> That's,
1: so That's so true.
0: No, I'm really tasting the myrtle flavours. What is a myrtle? <laughs> it's a kind of herb. I, I don't know what I'm tasting. One, it's, it's an herb, is it not? Uh, I don't know. I asked you. As, well, for, as for garnish tonight, Ron's uh, using uh, a torpedo pale ale from Sierra Nevada, plus something of his own brew. My chaser, his chaser. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like this gin, guys. What do we have last time? You can take the bottle Yeah, the 40 Spotted. 40 Spotted. That Enjoy. was good. Yeah, I really like that. I like that better than this, I think. Mmm. Pardalote. This is definitely a lot- Pardalote. This is a lot sweeter. <laughs> yeah, I don't particularly like the sweet gin, but this isn't bad. That's yeah, a, good, it, it, it's it's a good change. bottle. It's a good change. Cool, let's rate it. I'm giving it a four. Mmm. Because of the complexity of flavors. I'll give it a three. Three? Solid three. Rowan, I already rated. it. Uh, What are we talking about this week, boys? Well, I don't know, boys. What happened in the news this week, oh, boys? I'm up to date with it. <laughs> Do you know what? I think it actually happened last week. Well It was last week. But it has been two weeks. You don't need to know that. We could have recorded this last week and then brought it out this week. Ah, shit. Anyway, what happened this week in the news? They found some new planets. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Jesus is real. Because what? we need to get off this one. Oh, but that—that that, doesn't that mean that Jesus isn't real? Why? It's just it... time. <laughs> anyway, they discovered new planets. They did. What's it called? I have no idea. Oh, Do you know what it's called? Oh, no. doesn't it start with T? It does. Keep going. Tartus or something? Tartus? <laughs> no, not, isn't that in Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tart... Ta- Tartus Trappist. Tra- Trappist. Ta- yeah, Trappist. Trappist 1. Yeah, like your trapezoid in your back. Yeah. Trappist 1. But they discovered three, I think, that they might think... It's got seven. Yeah, seven planets, but they think three of them would be livable. Yep. Within the habitable zone, it's called. Would you live there? Sure. <laughs> really? Nah. Like, I I honestly don't know because a I don't think I'm important enough. Like, I definitely wouldn't be first pick. Mm. You know, like in terms of people that you want to take and preserve. Why not? Well, I'm just not important. You're fit. Ah. You're blonde. Aryan, <laughs> I think, is the preferred term Uber of my age. people. Um, well, I was more thinking in terms of social standing and social mm. status. We need teachers. Um, yeah, but I definitely would not be at the top pick of the All right. teachers. There's better teachers out there than me. Mm. I'll make. say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I think also, like, from what I've been reading and listening to about it... Um, they were saying it's 39 light years away. Yep. But we can only... So far, our fastest rocket is like I think it's like 10% of light speed or something, isn't it? Yep. And so, essentially, it'll take like 5 million years to get there. Yep. Basically, if you travel as fast as Voyager is traveling right now, it will take 700,000 years to get there. Yeah. So, even though they found <laughs> it, and it seemed close, it's quite. Called... Uh, Far away, um, bloody far away, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and no, so it's all hypothetical. I have a few other reservations about why I probably wouldn't go. What about you guys? What do you reckon? Would you go? I would go. go. Look, if you could just be there, why not? Why not? Well, I would on go. The flip side. What? Yeah. One-way ticket. I would go just for fun. Well, groundbreaking, oh, yeah, say- groundbreaking discoveries. Say we find out. What happens if you get there and you can't actually live there? I'll just mm-hmm. think myself. Well, I, I, I space travelled. I'm out. Tapping out. I bringing, being in space would be amazing. That is so true. Being stopped. in space would be cool. Mm. Um, for the um, rest of your life, though? Yeah, it's a one-way ticket. That's, a, that's the that's the big question. Yeah, why not? But the big oh, out... Yeah. <laughs> we laugh, but it's true. What were you going to say? I was going to say, how did they actually find them? Do you know? So they already found this star last year, and they... Uh, um, I do remember. I followed NASA on Instagram, so pretty up with it. They're pretty good. It's a pretty good Instagram. Yeah. It actually isn't bad, yeah. They found a star, they've just been observing it. They, they knew that there were three close planets, and then um, they're just observing it for another few months, getting all the data, and then discovered there are actually seven planets. I guess, I'm not really sure how they found this particular star. It's just one of them. It's a nearby, cold, dwarf mm-hmm. star. And so the big implication actually is not so much that can we go live there, the bigger implication is that this particular type of star is very common in the universe. And so if this star has planets around it that resemble Earth and have a uh, makeup that is uh, suitable for water to exist, mm-hmm. then it increases the likelihood of finding extraterrestrial life. That's the bigger implication. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like we said, we can't go there mm-hmm. physically, but it's the first data point for them to start looking at similar stars and finding other planets. Because one of the cool things, I don't know if you're seeing the information, is like these planets, they're very close to each other. Like the seven of them are as close as the first three to four planets of our solar system. Okay. And so that means they appear twice as large as the moon and our sky in each other's skies. That's pretty crazy. And so one of the cool things they are saying is that the planets, if civilizations did arise or... Whatever, they'd be able to see each other's continents and they'd be able to see each other's cities oh, wow. in the sky. Wow. Um, which is kind of cool to think about in a science fiction kind of thing. Yeah, it is cool. Um, but at the moment, they don't, they don't know exactly what's on there. Yeah, well, fair enough. But what is, how does that make you feel? Looking for aliens! <laughs> I don't know anything about aliens. Hmm. Rowan, I'll come back to it after I hear you guys. Ooh, any sort of life. Outside of Earth, is an alien, really. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, say we found a planet that has that water source. It might have its own bacteria or if it has anything more developed than that. Yeah. It could be some sort of, I don't know, rodent, fish, whatever, bird, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> but that's an alien fish. to us because <laughs> I assume it's going to be like entirely different from what we have. Yeah. If, yeah. if that sort of thing can exist. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because <clears> just <throat> this week some archaeologists found... Uh, some really old life forms in some rocks. I think some in South America. Aliens confirmed. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, so basically they found these old uh, microorganism traces that are much older than any other uh, archaeological thing they've found recently. And the dating of this particular fossil or whatever is like 4.2 billion. I think the previous one was 3.5 billion or something. And it dates around the same time as when Mars had water on it still, based on current theories. That is a twist. And so, the idea is that I did <laughs> not see coming. If there was life on Earth that early, like as uh, earlier than we thought, mm-hmm. and because they don't know where all this life came from, and all of the theories point to like, comets and stuff, creating, um, uh, interacting with energy or whatever, and bringing maybe bringing other matter to Earth, um, and they're saying it's also likely that Mars could have had some life on it at some mm. point in the past. But this is all just. Aliens. Like, al- ideas. Mm. So, what what do you think about aliens? Being from the more scientific realm? I think they'd be cool to, to have. Okay. I, reckon like, must, you, I reckon they must be. I reckon there has in to in be that? some sort of organisms, whether that's a bacteria or something elsewhere, like on different yeah. planets. Yeah. I reckon so there has you, to think be. There's like, you don't think in like. An advanced. There's no like e. aliens e. or, or like alien crazy technology. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. What? I don't I I don't think so. I feel like if there was and we think that there is like this crazy ass, like heaps technological advanced civilization out there they're probably just like us. Well, <laughs> yeah. A like what the hell have they been doing the whole time? Like we're sitting here, surely they could find us. Like if, <laughs> if like they've got this crazy ass space travel. Mm. Like B... I don't know, I didn't really have a (laughs) B. You you know what I mean? Like, surely, if we're saying the world is however many years old, Mm. and that civilization is more advanced than us, Mm. if there is one, like, you would think that within the timescale of the universe, Uh that they would have cropped up at least once. There's actually, it's, I'm glad you mentioned this. There's actually a... Yeah, me too. The whole school of thought. It's called the Fermi <laughs> Paradox. Oh, huh? Yeah. You stumbled into some uh, philosophy here, oh, Josh. I love science. This is not science, it's philosophy. So basically <laughs> what you're saying is um, there's just three situations of a civilization that we could be in. Problems, second beer. You're now, asking... This is a genuine topic, not... Bevies with the boys. That is Bevies with with the boys. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what it is. (laughs) I'm not going to have another one of those gins. That's what I'll say. I'm having a third after this. (laughs) And and then I'll have a third after this third, which means I'll have six. What? What? Wouldn't it be nine? (laughs) No, that's... (laughs) Three plus three. (laughs) No, like three cubed. A third after this third. I'm not A third of a third. I'm not squaring the thirds. Anyway. I thought you were squaring <laughs> thirds. But if you were squaring thirds, I'd Just be great. Stick correct, to English, yeah? Josh. Yes. Basically, yeah. Yeah, come on. you're asking if there's an advanced <laughs> alien civilization out there, why haven't they contacted, contacted us yet? Yeah, we're lonely. And so there's three different um, points to consider. Mm-hmm. A is, there, there is alien life, and but they haven't developed as far as we have. Yep. Okay. Two, there is... Uh, Oh, there is no alien life at all. Wait, to so where the advanced civilization? Well, oh, yes, but well, here's the third that's one. Kind of, that's kind of worrying. Well, no, the, even the even if they we're as developed as us. We haven't gotten very far at all. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the third one is, there once was an advanced civilization, but they no longer exist, and meaning that that civilization reached some kind cataclysmic point in their history, that meant they just destroyed themselves. Uh... And which means if they don't exist, that means we're the next advanced civilization, which means we're approaching that point of self-destruction. Which is why we need a new planet. Yeah. Shit. Um, I think I may have explained that wrong, but... <laughs> <that's>, no. <laughs> well, I missed out some important points. But that's more or less it. It's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. That's what you're saying is, if there's other people out there, other aliens, why haven't we contact, contacted us yet? And um, the answer is, we actually don't... Realize how big the universe is, yeah. It's impossible for travel between certain points, um, without wormholes, for example. That's, um, they say it's ever expanding. That's what I realized, like, when they said it was 39 light years away. Because then you go, Oh, yeah, yes, please. Because then they go, and then you're like, Oh, that's like not very far. And then, yeah, the Millennium Falcon traveled less than 12 parsecs faster than that. (laughs) (laughs) And then, by the time you figure out what a light or not figure out, I get told. What a light year is and what What's a light means. year, Josh? Um, it's the speed of light. That it travels over a year. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> I've committed. Um, oh, you're right. That's how much. So Do you know how have fast light travels? Uh, pretty damn quick. 30 million. 30 million? Seconds. Meters a second. Yeah, that's bloody fast. That is many. Three seconds. times ten to the eight. Three hundred million. Because if the sun million. if the sun stops shining, we'll have light for seven to eight minutes before we know. I learned that from Sunshine, the movie. What? I've not seen that movie. I learned that movie from Sunshine. <laughs> the movie. Awesome. So the universe is huge. And I think I don't know. I think it partly I reckon it obviously would come down to your worldview. Like if you're a sign, if you're scientifically inclined, and you, you maybe don't believe in some kind of higher being. Like I'm like oh yeah, like I could understand why you would think there might be something else out there. But I think like for me personally, and from a Christian point of view, I'm like the universe could just be big and just could be amazing to show how big like your god is if that makes sense Mm. or like for us as christians like how big god is um because if you've got something that that is that big and that crazy and you're still expanding and you know going on like even the thing about like how there's other planets like and we i think as humans want everything to have a purpose so we're like if there's planets why are they there but like, they could just be there because, because shit yeah, like, well, can't kind of, I probably wouldn't phrase it like that, but like, because God just enjoys creating and making stuff and making like beautiful, crazy things. Like even the other planets like Jupiter, Saturn, all of those, like you look at them you're like, that's kind of cool. Like, that's sick. But mm. like, what purpose do they actually serve? Uh, them? They're more than sick. They're mad. <laughs> <laughs> sick nuts. <laughs> I had a good question, but I forgot it. The gin got to me. Jupiter and Saturn are like... Are they your favourite planets? Otherworldly. Nah, Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Yeah, literally otherworldly. <laughs> Uranus <laughs> is my favourite planet for all of these reasons. It's pronounced Uranus. Well, I like Uranus better. <laughs> Pluto, planet or not? Well... It wasn't a planet. I remember my question! Okay, Are you a flat earther? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan is. I've read Pratchett. That's disc world, that's different. <laughs> flat Earth Is that actually your question? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, Fairly really certain world is Look no. up Flat Earthers. Yeah. Have you looked up flat earthers? There's yeah. a real it's a real thing. People still think it's flat. Yep, yep. And everything that NASA puts out is faked. Wow. It's all faked by the government. All the shots of all the different planets all the shots from space of Earth are fake. They're <laughs> photoshopped. It's a damn good photoshop. <laughs> They'll, they'll critique, like, any sort of uh, rocket launch and landing and say that they'll, like, watch the footage of it and mm. be like, oh, this is... It's obviously fake. Look at this detail and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like how... Look they at think, these yeah, Just because the Earth's flat, we couldn't launch any rockets, though. Like, mm. no, we... no, no. Actually, it goes deeper than that. It's not just flat. But surely if the Earth was flat, you could still launch a There's rocket. There's nothing beyond the sky. Huh? Flat Earth is believed a flat Earth... And I don't know what what does Bible say the mantle of the heavens or something. So the sky that we see is just a dome, and beyond that is heaven. So we're like in a giant snow globe, basically. Wow, this is what flat earthers believe. I looked into it because it was fascinating. How do they explain that if you were to fly your plane one direction around the earth, yeah. you would get back to where you started? Uh, they don't. Uh, <laughs> no, they, it's just they don't. Oh. Uh, that's just like that's debunked that era <laughs> Well that was easy. No, I I am sure they have an explanation. I forgot I forgot about this for point. But if you literally flew in a straight line did not change your course. Well, no, here's do you think. No. How do, how do you know? Actually no, this, this is I remember now. They don't believe that. They believe that pilots just go up and they fly around in circles and then just land. It's a massive conspiracy among massive... pilots. Well, <laughs> Think about it. When you don't fly a plane, it's all taken on trust. The pilots are out there. I reckon there these is. people have never been to another country. Are the cruise ships in on it as well? Yeah. Everyone's in on it. Everyone in the travel industry everyone's, is in everyone's on it. Everyone's in on it. All right, now we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Have you heard of the Mandela effect? Nelson Mandela? Yes, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> so there's this phenomenon. um This is off. I watched a YouTube video about this this week, um, but I read about it before. Kevin this is. By the way, he's suddenly very excited. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen Kevin flailing this animated his arms around since he got home to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> You're did to see me eating my pork belly on Monday. Anyway, uh, so this, the Mandela effect is when um, this phenomenon arose where a certain portion of the population seemed to remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 80s. Mm. And it wasn't just like one or two, it was like a few dozen maybe. And it kind of snowballed from there, and people started saying, wait a minute, I swear he died in the 80s. And other people commented, whoa, I also thought he died in the 80s, I thought it was just me. And then other phenomena, you know the Berenstein thing that's always on Reddit. No, but this is like the Sinbad effect. The Sinbad <laughs> effect. It's, it's literally the Sinbad effect. It's a glitch in the matrix. So the, the, other, the other, the oh, other, the oh, other points that come up that. is the Berenstein. Do you remember the Berenstein Bears? It's, it's like no, a children's I book don't series. Know. It's, no, it's no. an American thing. I, I had no, um, Berenstein Bears. Yeah, they so have no. the books and a t- cartoon cartoon. Yeah, I believe you. I just don't. I, know I used to play on the Sega Mega Drive. Oh what? I collected honey pots and it was fun.
1: Um, like Bears, so it? basically,
0: no, it's like a family thing, kids thing. So Berenstein B E R E N S T E I N, spells Mandela. No, no, no. One. But uh, everyone looks at the at the material now, and they see it spelled B E R E N S T A I N, and everyone's like, "I swear it was E I N when I was a kid." Like, I, I like people are commenting and going crazy on the internet, it's like, "Oh, I hundred percent believe it was E I N when I was a kid," and they changed it to A I N. And somehow... Maybe they, the company just changed it. Well, no, because the founders of the company's name is spelled A-I-N. But everyone swears they remember it being E-I-N. So maybe people are just I illiterate. Think just, everyone must have pronounced it People right. are just illiterate. So, yeah, Barrett's Oh, I do... Yeah, okay, I know then. Yeah, I didn't realize that's what it was, but yeah. And okay. so, uh, anyway, I do that's the Mandela the effect. Is like people going, whoa, I swear. yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, the third one was a Sinbad effect, where people will remember this movie that Shaq starred in uh, in the 90s. I'm a victim. Yeah. I'm a victim. Sinbad. When that's, that came out, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that movie about um, Sinbad being a, a, genie. a genie. But I also remember Shaquille O'Neal. Shazam. So that movie never existed. It's, it's always just been Sinbad in a movie called uh, Kazan. Hmm. Oh um, Shazam. What, or Shazam. What or, the Shaquille Sh- O'Neal movie never existed. No, no, no. The, the Sinbad movie never existed. Yeah, the Shaquille O'Neal one does. No, no. Yes. yes. Oh no! <laughs> You've fallen victim to the Mandela Okay. Arrest. So there is a movie with Shaquille O'Neal as a genie called. I'm pretty sure. Wait, can you look this up? It's <laughs> Kazam? Yeah, it's I'm confused And what then there's, it's called Sin, Shazam. Sinbad never had a movie like that. No, up, but I'm up. pretty sure he used yeah, to just wear genie seen, clothes like every yeah, on like, yeah, like a Sinbad daily basis. No, it's Sinbad are no, a he's, he's a genius all the way. He's like a music musician. Anyway, so do you guys think 9-11 was an inside job? Yes. Wait, I'm not talking about the Nello effect. Oh. But talk about 9-11 for a bit. While well, I look up Sinbad and Shaquille O'Neal. I thought we are talking about Kevin new. really loves the bolts. I thought we were talking about new planets. So I'm so confused. The bolts gin. Nah, you're wrong, Rowan. What? Oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> what a twist yes. what a twist uh-huh. anyway Mandela effect I will tie it all back together to the new planets uh-huh. soon so the new planets are a conspiracy here's the idea here's the basic premise this it is slightly convincing. people that as Trump became president then like a couple of weeks later NASA's like don't worry everyone we found the new planets planet, yeah <laughs> Um what conspiracy, say conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy Mandela effect Okay so Sinbad Berenstein Collect your thoughts please Kevin <laughs> I've only <really laughs> two glasses The people wanna know man I've really two glasses of gin <laughs> Um Sinbad Shaq Okay so here's the idea right basically They're all black Instead Well actually uh, There was a race undertone to Oh my work. gosh <laughs> But basically here's the thing people are so stupid, stupid. I was gonna say self-centered but yeah stupid Ourselves included, sometimes, most of the time. Are you serious right now? But people are so self-centered that they would rather posit. Oh, so sorry, I didn't finish the Mandela effect. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Collect your thoughts." Oh my like god! So the Mandela effect basically is saying people have like collective memory loss as um, a byproduct of alternate reality splitting off from the main timeline. <laughs> okay. Okay. And here's what I was saying: Jeez. people are so self-centered that we'll posit that instead of admitting that we're wrong and say, oh, I guess I was wrong. Nelson Mandela didn't die in prison. Rather than admitting that we're wrong, we would rather say, oh, we live in alternate reality where I'm never wrong and it has all to revolve around me. Yeah, yeah. and Alternate facts. Alternative facts. Say, alternate facts. And it's like, um, interesting to think about because when you take that one more logical step, it's like, it's, that's kind of what, playing devil's advocate here, that's kind of what christianity does with yeah. being an anthropocentric oh not anthropocentric that's the wrong word but like everything yeah. is about me theocentric everything is about like well the thing the scary thing about being alone in the universe is that we don't matter wait is that right yes yeah. is that yeah. we're just this tiny tiny speck in this blink of an eye on this pale blue dot as they say um that will be gone in however millions of years we'll all die in hundred years and so the terror, the sheer existential terror of that forces us to turn towards things that give us meaning, like philosophy, politics, religion. art, and religion. Because that's what I was going to say. Because see, doesn't Christianity change all of that by actually giving you purpose and giving, uh, like, well, not giving you purpose, but giving life meaning? Yeah, yeah, Like, it actually shows that the world and mankind does matter and has relevance and significance. Yeah. I mean, yes, and I, I, I mean, I'm a Christian, but... If you look at from a, I, a you look at from a <laughs> uh, when you look at from a non-Christian <laughs> perspective, it is very easy to because it seems so convenient, you know. It's like yeah. it's so convenient that we just oh we have this thing that makes us the center of the universe that makes yeah. humanity special. Uh, that... See, I don't know. I would argue, and I think you would agree to this, but that's actually a misreading of religion, or no, yes. a misreading of religion. It's a misreading of Christianity, and also I would argue that it's not convenient at all because it means that. My actions matter. Yeah. And it makes it hard. <laughs> Life is dumb. But also good. That's the end of the podcast. Nah. <laughs> Rowan, you have been quiet for a little yeah. bit. in, <laughs> well, man. Do you believe in the Mandela effect? Glitch in the Matrix. You didn't answer if you believe in aliens. Oh. No, Rowan did. You didn't. Oh. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's... Big enough that, probably statistically speaking, yeah, yeah, there should be something out there. But I'm not like emotionally invested in. It. I'm not like we have to find aliens. <laughs> yeah, fair I'm enough. more like I mean they could be. That I I believe that there might be something out there. Yeah. Um, they say water bears can live in space. Ooh, so well, maybe we've sent some out there. Water bears are these microscopic organisms that look like naked mole rats but with more legs they can be found in the upper atmosphere and they can be found in the hot thermal vents of the ocean and they survive in both conditions Mm. (laughs) how checkmate atheists it is funny that my first response was about Like, that's how that's how interesting why also Mmm. Hot whiskey. I don't know, because I used to think, like, going back to the whole alien thing. They probably have their own Jesus story. I, I mean, they potentially do. <laughs> I think every society has its own, I don't know, its own thing. But, uh, like, I remember growing up, I don't know, I think my faith was a little more black and white growing up. Like, I was like, like, everything is this way. And anything outside of that is wrong. Like, for example, like six day creation or whatever, instead of like a long mm. metaphorical time period or evolution or whatever it was. Whereas now I'm kind of like, eh, it could be. About, now you're right? kind of more. I'm a flat earther. <laughs> Classic Josh. <laughs> right. I'm still a six day creationist, but I understand that it might also not be that way, and we just don't know, and that's okay. Um, and I think aliens. I was always like, and I probably still do. Prescribes his train of thought, but I'm like, I was always like, oh, well, I think like the Bible's pretty clear that, you know, it's us. Like, it doesn't mention anything about other life forms or other beings or whatever. But now I'm kind of like, well, the universe is like friggin' massive. Like, they're very well, like, there could be something else out there, mm. But if it is this advanced civilization, I don't mean, know what they're doing. Like, they're just. Well, I told you that either. Maybe we're on a reality TV show to them. They're just watching us and being just like, call me Truman. Just being like, silly human. Truman yeah. Burbank. Okay, hypothetical situation. There's a new spaceship Hit available. Me. Uh, Hit me with your best shot. And there's a lottery system to get a ticket to go to Trappist-1C. Yep. Have you seen Elysium? Because this is very similar to Put that me port. on the ship. Roland, right take now. it. Would you take it? You go to cryogenic sleep. You wake up, same age. You're in a settlement of, let's say... Well, it's like my life situation, wait. wait okay. you, you're in a settlement of, let's say, 10,000. The planet's terraformed, is ready to live. You're just going to help set up a society. Does day. your partner come with you if you're married? Uh, if you're married, uh... It seems like a lot of work, though, and I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> 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 this is legit, like, but you have you, a chance to set up an entire civilization, and you're like, oh, nah, it's too much you, work. They it's need graphic designers there, Rowan they got to make it look sexy. Or they just need something else. Like, it's a chance to have a completely new job and a completely new life. Um, Spouses can come if they want. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, no. You're not married. (laughs) No significant (laughs) other. Then yes, I go. You'd go? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. But if I have a significant other, that changes Okay. If you had your significant other. What happens? Okay, Okay. two scenarios. Everyone has to leave because your current planet is dying. But see, this is, the, this is... Ooh, and you have to leave your significant other back behind. See, <laughs> no, just on that, just on that, like, Whoa. part of my problem with, like, this whole new planet thing is, like, like, in some ways it solves problems, but in other ways it doesn't. Because, like, we can't... It is massively hypothetical, because I we it's going to take ages to get there. If we can even get there at all. But, and there's like different theories on how they'll do it. Like, they'll build some kind of like space station, and like you bunny hop, or you send up like a generation to live on a spacecraft and they reproduce on that space station. Ooh, would you and do then, that? And then, like, that generation reproduces. Mm. And so, by the time six million years have gone past, you've actually made it to the other planet and human life like persevered. But, like, the problem at the end of the day is humanity. Like, we will get to that planet, planet 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 we will get to that planet like we'll get to that planet and wreck it yeah like and then we'll be like oh shit, we need a new one to move to you know like it doesn't essentially solve the problem that's at the core of everything which is mm. in a very depressing and sad way us but is this also just because you're scared of change this is, coming from, <laughs> this is coming from the guy that can hardly change his beer or burger order at his boy because he's scared of what, No, I'm not might scared. Not like it. It. I just know what I like. <laughs> and Young Henry's is freaking good. By yeah. the way, Young Henry's, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. Yes, we would like to try your gin, Young Henry. You're on there. <laughs> Mr. Young Henry. Mr. Sir. Mr. Mr. Young Henry. Sir. Get Mr. Young Henry on <laughs> the bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, does that make sense? So, I don't know. Uh, Yep. Yeah. But I will still go. It'll be fun. I would do things there. I think I like an adventure, and I would be up for that. Also, just I like going to space; would be cool. I also like Rome's scenario, where the Earth is dying and we need to escape. I would actually wouldn't mind staying back here and living in a post-apocalyptic society. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible! Mad what? Max style. Have you seen any of the movies that are? Around? All right, I'm always. Pic- I'm always picturing myself in personal Man, movies. We have to get, get, get onto the teeth. Yeah, Mad Max style. I got a Bowie knife in my room. Well, i that's have. A good start I've a got a bo- dagger at home. <laughs> I can do so a th- back off Robbers, listening to the podcast. <laughs> Robbers. Are you going to get your bowie knife? <laughs> we don't need it right now. Robin's got his bowie knife and he's standing in a very terrifying way in the door frame. That is a hectic knife. When did you get that? I bought it off eBay. Yeah. It's pretty uh pretty hefty. After someone broke tried to break into my house. I've decided to... Can you just buy weapons on eBay? Yeah. In Australia. You can buy, like, you can buy... Hunting knives. Let's just call it a camping tool. <laughs> it's a bloody big camping tool. <laughs> what are you gonna cut with that, mate? That's uh, not a knife. You're gonna kill <laughs> a tree. Mate, I could whittle, I could whittle something. You're not me. gonna whittle something with a blade this big? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Are Are you t- a big t- one. A little brain. Right. It's a big one. That's what she said. Uh, Trappist-1, good work NASA. Good work to the team in Chile and in Europe. It's interesting that NASA has to release their information. Like... Yeah, it's publicly probably... funded. Yeah, within 24 hours. You got that from The Martian, didn't you? Yeah, I did, actually. And <laughs> also read it. Good book. Uh, wait, so, you me, read it now? You sent the link, so I read it, because it was about... Great idea, didn't you? Correct. Um, what was he going to say? Martian's very good. Alright, really. here's the real question of the hour. What are we going to name the planets? Oh! Earth. point two oh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll name him Bob. Shorten NASA NASA's ready to ask me that question. NASA's us 1B, 1C, 1D, 1E, did you S, F, 1G, the, 1G, 1A. People were suggesting. They're like, the Horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we shouldn't take to the planet McPlanet face. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite like that one. Bodie McBoat face was cool. But everything has come since. It actually, sounds so distraught Can you right now. Stop shaving your lane. <laughs> <nod. laughs> I'm going mm. shave my face with Right, is set for the post apocalyptic society. Damn straight, I am. I got my Winchester Bowie. Shout out to Winchester Knives. If you want to sponsor us and send us more knives, you know where to find us. <laughs> <laughs> On the internet. Hmm. Yes, new planets, new life, new discoveries. Science is cool. Amen. This is the coolest thing about science, like, coming from someone who's not very science Astronomy? Yeah, I actually, like, I really love space and space travel and Star Wars and The Martian and all that kind of stuff. is pretty cool. Anyway, this has been gen and topic. Uh, We don't know. Are we? This has been Ten and jopic. Is there anything else you want to say about the new planets? Let's move there! It'll only take us 170,000 years to go there. Yeah. Um... Would you do the option of like traveling on like the space station oh and like still living but and idea. reproducing and stuff? So oh, making sure that mankind gosh. actually I'll probably jerk up and then no, don't bro stabbing me with a knife. <laughs> Sorry, you're saying reproduce, <laughs> reproducing? Yeah, of course that's one thing you picked up on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, would you go on the space station? Like, like on? So say they go, yeah. Oh, it takes a few generations to go. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you do that? Yeah, oh. pretty cool live in a spaceship. You can't get a soccer. So I don't care. <laughs> as long as there's internet! Where would I run? They don't have gyms and stuff. Haven't you seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? Hit that trippy treadmill thing. There was a giant... Uh, ring. You <laughs> hmm. said tired just... Like doing Halo? Exercise. Halo, exactly. Halo, breaking door. That was a terrible movie. Is a movie? <laughs> it's awful. Oh. Um, okay, Rowan. Why what don't we make mean? that machine from First Impact? First Impact? No. Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. <laughs> no. Up First Contact! In. No, Contact! First! First. No, Jody Foster movie! Contact. Fast and the Furious! No, it's Contact. Contact. About Contact. Contact. But see, that was from Ooh! The, that was did from you guys the, see Arrival? That was from the Alien. Last year? No, but I heard good oh, things about so it. So good. So good. I recommend it. This, one, <laughs> this, one, this podcast has gone to shit! <laughs> Alright, we're done. This has been Jenna's Topic See you everyone, it was good having you. See, you on, Alpha Sin, see you on Alpha Centauri. Uh, it's actually Trappist 1C I'm moving to. No, these. Josh is bringing them up anything. Like, yeah, man, I thought you were science. If you live at Trappist 1B and I live in Trappist 1C, we could send letters to each other. I and, would just send. When or the light. orbit's locked. Up. I would just send light signals. <laughs> or, <laughs> SOS, constant SOS. So I have a confession, I don't actually like gym.